Welcome to Weather Wake Up and Sports. Uh, we had a lot of games last night in the NFL and NBA. Let's take a look at some scores from the NFL. The NFL, let's see here. Take a look at the games yesterday. Uh, let's see, the first game was the Browns and the Steelers. The Steelers lost to the Browns 21-7. Uh, then we seen the Jets beat the Redskins 34 to 17, and then we had the Jaguars and the Colts. The Colts won 33 13. Then we had the Bills and the Dolphins. That was a pretty high score game. They, it was 37 20. And then we go on to, um, to the Cowboys beat the Lions 35 27. That was pretty high scoring too. And but it, this game really was pretty high scoring. The Ravens beat the Texans 41 to 7. They scored 41 points the Ravens in. The Falcons beat the Panthers 29-3. And the Saints beat the Bucks 34-17. And then it was the Broncos over the, or the Vikings over the Broncos 27-23. And then it was the uh, 49ers beating the Cardinals 36-26. And then the Patriots beat the Eagles 17-10. And then the Bengals did not win again, so they're 0-10 on the season, 17-10. 17-10, the Raiders beat them. So the, the Bengals this year have not won a game, and of course, you know, they definitely won't make the playoffs. So uh, The Rams beat the Bears 17-7, and tonight's game is the Chiefs and the Chargers, which will play at 8-15 tonight. Um, taking a look at the standards now, since that shifted everything around since the uh, some won, some lost. The Patriots are now nine and one. The Bills were second and seven and three, or seven and three. The Jets are three and seven, and the Dolphins are two and eight. That's the AFC East. We're looking at the AFC American uh, Football Conference. The AFC West. The Chiefs are six and four. Raiders six and four. So you got a tie there for first. So. Uh, that game is up there, that, the top notch there is up for grabs, so Chargers 4-6 and six and the Broncos 3-7. and seven. Then you have the AFC North where you have the Ravens who are 8-2, and two. the Steelers are 5-5, five and five. the Browns are 4-6, and six. and like I said, the Bengals are 0-10, have lost 10 games straight. Um, their points for, they're only scoring 147 points for against team. While they're allowing teams to beat them 200, allowing uh, uh, teams to score 276 points. They're 0 and 4 at home and 0 and 6 away, so they're just not in too good of shape. Um, and then you have the AFC South, which you have the Colts who are 6 and 4 and the Texans 6 and 4. There's another uh, toss up for first, and the Titans are right behind them at 5 and 5. And then you have the Jaguars who are 4 and 6. Let's take a look at the NFC. We have the Cowboys who won and the Eagles who lost, so that put the Cowboys on top six and four, and the Eagles five and five, Giants two and eight, and the Redskins are one and nine this year. They have lost four games straight, so the Redskins are in not too good of a shape either. They've been they've lost every they've lost five games at home. So uh, then you have the NFC West. Uh, the 49ers are nine and one. The Seahawks are eight and two, the Rams six and four, and the Cardinals three and seven. And then you have the NFC North where the Packers are eight and two, Vikings are eight and three.
and the Bears are four and six, and the Lions are three six with one tie. The eight, the Bears and the pa I mean the Packers and the Vikings kind of confuses me because the, the Packers are eight and two, and the Vikings are eight and three. I guess the only thing that's separating why the Vikings ain't on top, I guess, is because they ain't got one less loss, or they've got one more loss than the Bears. I mean the Packers. As we move down to the MC South, on top is the Saints, who are eight and two. The Panthers fall to five and five. They've lost two games straight now. The Falcons, who are three and seven, they've won two games straight, and the Bucks, who are tied with the Falcons at three and seven, have lost one game straight. Uh, they they come up in um, their last game losing. NFL news: um, Colin Colin kept. kept uh, his last name is something. Colin Captain. Well, sorry about that. I just bashed his name. Last name holds his own workout in the NFL, calls him a no show. Um, you know, there's a big deal over him. So, the 2019 NFL pitcher, uh, playoff pitcher, the AFC and NFC standing seeds and outlooks through week 11. Um, So the, um, the NFC is see here. Of course, the New England Patriots are nine and one, and then you have um, Baltimore Ravens. Next up for the uh, the um, Patriots as they play the Cowboys. So, um, but that was your scores for. And let's take a look at the player. I wanted to see the. I was looking for the team stats. That's what I was looking for. Let's go to this. This is the one that's got the team stats. Here we go. Let's take a look at the the, the team stats. Let's see what this playoff picture thing is. Let's see. AFC in the hut. Let's see who's in the hut here after going through, uh, after kind of losing. After a couple of teams lost, you know, like I said, the Bengals have not lost a game or won a game, so that's they're definitely out of the playoff picture. But you know, these other teams are on the on the hunt for a playoff picture. Uh, do, do, do. Let's see here, who's who's And by the way, next week is Thanksgiving, so um, let's take a look at the standings in. Try to look here. This is the regular season standings. Here's the standings through regular season so far, which I just went over there in the scores. So uh, I just kind of told you about the scores and the, and the seasons there. Let's see here. Let's take a look at the schedule. Okay, the next games uh, for next week. Let's see who's playing who. Well, let's see. You know, we, let's go to the next week. This is the wrong week. This is the week we just we just got done. 
No, here we go. Week number 12. Here's who's going to play who next week. Uh, Thursday, November 21st at 8.20, you will see the Colts at the Texans. Now, Sunday, the 24th, we'll see the Broncos at the Bills. It starts at 1 o'clock. Uh, the Giants at the Bears. Steelers at the Bengals. You can watch it on CBS. Uh, Giants and the Bears will be on Fox. Uh, at 1 o'clock, Dolphins and Browns will be on Fox. On Fox also will be the Buccaneers and the Falcons at 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock on CBS will be the Panthers at the Saints. And then at 1 o'clock, Fox on Fox will be the Seahawks and the Eagles. Also on Fox at 1 o'clock will be the Lions and the Redskins. And the last 1 o'clock game will be between the Raiders and the Jets, and that will be on CBS. Now, the 4 o'clock, the 4 o'clock game, which is, well, it'd be 4 or 5 Eastern Standard Time, will be on CBS, be Jaguars and the Titans. And then at 425 on Fox, you will have the Cowboys at the Patriots. And then at 820 on NBC will be Packers and the 49ers. Now, the Monday night game, November 25th, at 8.15 on ESPN will be the Ravens at the Rams. So that's kind of the, kind of the lineup uh, for next week. Well, we've got, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six more weeks until the playoffs. So uh, we've got six more weeks. So uh, it's getting down there. We're going to have to, we're getting down to nitty-gritty. So... Take a look at some of the stats. Passing yards, Derek Prescott of the Cowboys has got 3,221 3, yards this year. Um, these, are the league, these are the league leaders, by the way, in offense. Uh, James Winston from Tampa Bay is next. Rushing yards, you have Kristen McCaffrey, Carolina 1,059. And then you have Dalvin Cook, who's Minnesota, who's 1,017. In receiving, you have Michael Thomas, who is New Orleans. He's got a 1,141 yards this year. And then, uh, then Mike Evans at Tampa Bay, 993. Amari Amar, Cooper is in there for the Cowboys at 886. Uh, on defense, you have Jordan Hicks who, from Arizona with 110 tackles. <coughs> Excuse me. And then sacks, Chandler Jones of Arizona leads with 12, 12 and a half sacks this year. And then interceptions, you have uh, McConaughey Fitzpatrick, Pittsburgh, he's got five this year. So that's kind of some of the stats around the league. Uh, let's see here. Let's try to see here. That's basically the same thing I told you. So I think we could. Trying to do it by team category. Let's see if we can do it by team category here. Go back to passing. Let's do it by, see if we can do it by team. Here we go. The Kansas City Chiefs are number one in uh, passing this year, it looks like. Yep, passing. So, uh, in rushing, the number one team, Dallas the second in passing, by the way. Uh, number two in rushing would be... Baltimore Ravens are number one in rushing. And second is the 49ers. And then in receiving, I guess you would say. Yep, receiving. Let's check receiving here. 
In receiving, the Kansas City Chiefs are number one, and the Cowboys are second again. So in passing and receiving, they're both one and two, the Chiefs and the Cowboys. Uh, in touchdowns, let's see who's in scoring touchdowns. Baltimore Ravens are number one in scoring touchdowns. Then you got the Vikings, the 49ers are tied for second. And four, play, four of them is tied for fourth. The Cowboys, the Patriots, the Seahawks, they all got ten. Okay, scoring. Here we go. This will be a big thing. Let's see who's leading in scoring. In scoring, the Ravens. The 49ers are second. Third, Vikings. Fourth, Patriots. Fifth, Cowboys. So the Cowboys are right behind the Patriots in scoring. So them, them five teams there are, are the ones leading in scoring. Um... Well, I think that's going to do it for that. That is your NFL for Sunday, the 7th. Well, actually, it was for Sunday, November 17th. That was your scores and a um, little bit of highlights and stuff about your about your teams uh, and the schedule for next week. So uh, I'm going to say hello to chat here. If you're on here, you can chat with me. Next, we will take a look at the NBA, and then after that, we will kind of give a, uh, at the end, we will kind of do a, a weather wake-up, take a look at the weather around the nation. Uh, but next, we will do the um, uh, NBA scores and schedule, and then after that, we will do the weather. But let's take a short break, and we'll be right back. Hey, let me ask you something. Would you seat your three-year-old child on a windowsill? Would you seat them beside a lit fireplace or by the deep end of a pool? One last question. Would you seat your child in a car seat that's not correct for them? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Secure their future. Seat them in the correct car seat. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. In the small town of Elmira, New York... A boy was born into an all-American family. The odds of him achieving his dream in the fashion industry? One in 23 million. The odds of having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 68. I am Tommy Hilfiger, and my family is affected by autism. Learn more at autismspeaks.org signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. WWE superstar Alberto Del Rio. Take one. Behold the angry giant. Try it again, Alberto. Behold the angry giant. Perfect. Good luck tonight. Behold the angry giant. Yay! Read me another one, Dad. This is WWE superstar Alberto Del Rio. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. And we are back. Let's take a look at the NBA scores from yesterday. Went too many games, just a few. So here we go. Let's start off with the 76ers and Cavaliers. The 76ers won 114-95 to over the Cavaliers. The Boston Celtics, they lost. Um, the Kings beat them 100-99 just by one point. That was a close game. Uh, the Nuggets and the Grizzlies. Uh, Nuggets come out on top 131-114. to then you have the Wizards and the Magic. The Magic come out on top 125 to 121. And then you had the Warriors and the Pelicans. And the Pelicans did won 108 to 100. And then, you, of course, you had the Lakers and the Hawks. And, of course, the Lakers come out on top 122 to 101. 
So the Lakers did top that game. Uh, a few games for today. Uh, today at 7 o'clock this afternoon, uh, Cavaliers and the Knicks at 7 o'clock. The Pacers and Nets at 7.30. Also at 7.30, you can see the Hornets and the Raptors. The, tonight at 8 o'clock, the Bucks and the Bulls. Um, also at 8 o'clock, the Trailblazers and the Rockets. At 8.30, you can see the Spurs and the Mavericks. Uh, at 9 o'clock, you can see the Celtics and the Suns. Also at 9 o'clock, the Timberwolves and the Jazz. And the late game at 10.30 is the Thunder and the Clippers. So we switch over to their standings here. And um, let me look here. I always have a hard time with this uh, breaking the standings down. Not exactly right. Uh, trying to figure out the standings. Because I'm wanting to see the, uh, you know, each conference standings instead of, you know, instead of it showing all the standings, it, I want to see the, the like, the conference standings. So, uh, let me take a look here. Let me go back up. Let me go here to standings now and see if it, this will break it down. Okay, let's go by division. That's what I want to go by, by not by conference. In the Atlantic Division, we have the uh, Boston Celtics, who are 10-2, and two, the Raptors, who are 8-4, and four, the 76ers, who are 8-5, and five, the Brooklyn Nets, who are 5-7, and seven, and the New York Knicks are 3-10. and ten. Wow. Um, they've lost. They're not off to a good start. The Milwaukee Bucks, this is the Central. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks is 9-3. and three, The Pacers are 7-6. The Cavaliers are 4-8. Bulls 4-9, and, and the Pistons 4-9. There's three teams that's really close to each other, just a little smidge behind each other, so that's a close heat there. Uh, then you have the Southeast, where you have the Miami Heat, who are 9-3, the Magic, who are 6-7, the Hornets, who are 6-7, the Hawks, who are 4-9, and, and the Wizards are starting off with a 3-8 <clears throat> record, who's kind of rocky. That's the Eastern Conference. Now, let's go to the Western Conference, where we go to the Northwest Division, and we will see the Denver Nuggets, who are 9-3, and three, the Jazz, who are 8-4, and four, the T-Wolves, who are 7-6, and six, the Oklahoma City Thunder, who are 5-7, and seven, and the Trailblazers, who are 5-8. and eight. Um, Then, of course, you have the Pacific, where you have the Lakers on top, who are 11-2 with that, just that win they just won. They're on a four-game winning streak. Um, the Phoenix Suns seven and four, the Clippers are eight and five, the Sacramento Kings are five and seven, and the Golden State Water Warriors are two and twelve. They have lost seven games straight. That's that's pretty bad. They're they're off to a bad streak. They've lost seven games straight now. The Houston Rockets. This is the Southwest. The Houston Rockets are ten and three. They are on a, a seven game win streak. So we're wanting to see if we can. Uh, we'll keep up with them and see if they get to a 10-game win streak. We'll see if they get 10 games, if they can make that streak last till 10 games or see how far they can go. Uh, the Mavericks, who are 7-5, and five, the Grizzlies, who are 5-8, and eight, and the Spurs, 5-8, and eight, and the New Orleans Pelicans are 4-9. So that's the kind of, that's your uh, uh, standings there. So let's take a look at uh, the schedule. Uh, oh, I already over and over the schedule. That's right. So now, since we got the NBA out of the way, of course, they know Major League Baseball. You know, uh, the uh, baseball is, is 
over for the season. Uh, so that will start the next step. I'd say they're starting on spring training probably, uh, more than likely. <clears throat> so we'll, we'll kind of, that's, that's kind of, uh, oh, we could go to, uh, I actually could jump over here to college football, take a look at these uh, Saturday's games at the, in the college football. Was, um, so let's take a look here, see if we can see the college football scores. Here we go. College football. This is week 12. So you had LSU at Ole Miss. LSU won 58-37 over, uh, over uh, Ole Miss. Joe Burrow, LSU, had, he was 32 of 42, 489 yards and five touchdowns. And uh, John Rice Plumley, Mississippi, rushed for 21. He had 21 carries, 212 yards rush, uh, 212 yards rushing, and four touchdowns. And then you had receiving on the uh, LSU side, who Jamar Chase, LSU, received eight, had eight receptions, 227 yards, and three touchdowns. So that's kind of some highlights from that game. Then you had the Ohio State, number two Ohio State, who beat records 56-21. Justin Fields of Ohio State had it was 15 of 19 with 305 yards, uh, pa um, I guess it's, yeah, passing and four touchdowns. Then you had J.K. Dobbins of Ohio State who carried 17 times for 89 yards and two touchdowns. And then Ohio State, <coughs> Chris Olivia had uh, four receptions, 139 yards. So that's kind of some... Uh, Stats on them, but then here was a game. Wow, this was a blowout here. Uh, Wake Forest at Clemson. Clemson beat them 52 to 3. Trevor Lawrence uh, passing for Clemson was 21 of 47, 272 yards. And he had four touchdowns. Also, rushing for Clemson was he had 16 carries. Travis uh, Atina had 121 yards and one touchdown. And then T Higgins, the receiving for the Clemson. And four receptions, 64 yards, and three touchdowns. That was that was really good. Um, and then Georgia beat Auburn 21 to 14. Number four Georgia tops Auburn and, cl and clinches SEC East. Uh, Auburn Bo Nix had he was 30 of 50, 245 yards, and one touchdown. And then you had. Uh, Andreas Swift of Georgia had 17 carries, 106 yards, and then receiving was Auburn, 13 receptions, 121 yards. Uh, Jake Four from passed for three touchdowns, and number five Georgia's defense produced two late fumbles. Uh, so that's uh, Georgia beat Auburn there. And then you had, <coughs> of course, <coughs> excuse me, of course, Alabama. Well, beat Mississippi State 38-7. to uh, T. uh the quarterback for Alabama, he left with an injury. He got hurt. He had to be left with an injury. 14 of 18, 256 yards and two touchdowns. Tommy Stevens of Mississippi State had 10 carries, 96 yards, and Jerry Jude had uh, seven receptions and 114 yards. Um, that's pretty bad for uh, the injury. Looks like a pretty bad injury for the quarterback of Alabama. So uh, <clears throat> we'll go on down through here and check the other scores out. Uh, 
Oregon 34-6 over Arizona. Uh, Utah 49-3 over UCLA. Uh, Iowa 23, Minnesota 19. Penn State 34-27 over Indiana. Oklahoma 34, Baylor 31. Florida beat Missouri 23-6. Wisconsin beat Nebraska 37-21. Michigan beat Michigan State 44-10. Uh, New Older Dame beat Navy 52-20. to Cincinnati beat South Florida 20-17. Memphis beat Houston 45-27. to Iowa State beat uh, Texas 23-21. Uh, New Mexico lost to Boise State 42-9. to uh, Let's see here. Kansas lost to Oklahoma State 31-13. West Virginia... Uh, beat Kansas State 24-20, and Appalachian State, who are 9-1 of the year, beat Georgia State 56-27. So uh, they're uh, they're doing good this year. Appalachian State, they're they're really doing good. Uh, so that's some uh, scores from the around the uh, around the college football. Uh, we might do that later on. We might uh, next few episodes. We might break down the down the scores and stuff uh, of college uh, football. Also, college basketball is starting up. So, <clears throat> And here's a few scores from that, men's basketball. Uh, Louisville, 87-58. Seton Hall, 83-66 over St. Louis. UT Arlington lost to Oregon, 67-47. Florida lost by U- beat U- UConn, beat Florida, 62-59. St. Marie's 79, uh, Cal Poly 48, New Mexico State lost to Arizona 83-53. That was some of the scores from uh, Sunday. There was probably a lot more on Saturday. Let me click back here and see on Saturday. I'd say there was probably some games on Saturday. Yeah, there was quite a few. Actually, Tennessee beat Washington 75-62. there was a few games with me. Hmm. But anyway, I just wanted to give you a few. We might do a little bit more, go a little bit more in depth. I think we will. Uh, next few episodes of sports, we will go a little bit more in depth on all of these. We'll go more in depth on the NFL, the NBA, college football, and the men's basketball, which college football will be ending pretty soon, and so will the NFL. Then you'll just have the NBA and uh, men's basketball. So we'll go a little bit more depth on them. But right now, let's switch gears here from sports to weather, as, as the title of this podcast is, um, called uh, Wet Weather Wake Up in Sports. So that was for your sports for this morning that happened yesterday. So now let's switch over to the weather. Yes, yes, the weather. Anyways, take a look around the... United States and see what is going on here and we have a little bit of rain we got some pretty cold temperatures into the north of us in the north uh, in northeast you can see these 30s uh, different places there's a little bit of snow up here around the Great Lakes and that's actually in Canada so you don't have to worry about that a little bit of rain coming through the the uh, Appalachians here uh, temperatures in the 30s could mix it could this could change to a mix as cold as it is uh, but it's still 
that's really chilly. It's 50, uh, 57 in Orlando. That's pretty cool for Orlando. Let me turn on the satellite here. Let's see where that low pressure was. That little low pressure that was off the coast of North Carolina that was wrecking havoc has kind of looked like it's kind of it's pushed on up to the northeast now, and now it's spreading the rain and moisture into the northeastern states. Uh, but it, it was kind of doing some havoc down there in the around uh, off the coast of North Carolina. It was wind gusts, 60 mile an hour. They, they was wind gusts, 60 mile an hour, and they was uh, flooding. I know a few places they had some flood going on, so, uh, and plus the winds was really gusty down there. Uh, let's see what the winds are now. Uh, let's check the wind gust here. Well, winds ain't gusting too bad now, so it's kind of uh, kind of slacked up now, so that's pretty good. Nashville is reporting what they freezing fog is being reported in Nashville. Nashville's having freezing fog with a temperature of uh, 39. Wow, look out for that if you're out traveling. The system here up here in Iowa is producing a little bit of a mix of these 30s. We'll go back toward the, uh, the Rockies. Uh, map here don't want to work right for some reason this morning. Down here in the southwest corner, you can see that and it's pretty cold. It's actually it's actually pretty warm for Denver. Wow, 48. And then just on to the southwest of them, it's in the 20s and 30s. So that's pretty cool. Then we've got a little bit of uh, rain coming on board from uh, Seattle and Oregon. Also, the Storm Prediction Center has general thunderstorms. That's, that's odd. You usually don't see that for uh, southern uh, Washington and Northern Oregon. Uh, in this area here, there's uh, general thunderstorms like uh, for cities like uh, Stevenson, Trout Lake, uh, areas like that. Portland, Portland's in that. Portland, Oregon, and Olympia is Olympia, Washington is just on the outskirts of it, so you can still see some uh, uh, thunderstorms. We'll jump up here to Alaska. Alaska is miserable cold. Oh wow, look at this place. Here's one place in Alaska called. Uh, Zoom into its name, Galena. Its temperature right now it is 24 below zero. That is crazy. 24 below zero. And a lot of places up here in Alaska are below zero. But now you get out here on the coast toward Anchorage, it's like 30, it looks like it's about 32 at Anchorage. Uh, Valdez is 32. Uh, so places like that, you, it, it's, you know, it's not miserable cold. It's still kind of mild, I guess you could say for them. That's typically mild, I guess, for them. Back in the U.S., they are back over here in the states, there are not too much going on. Uh, do have some freezing rain being reported in Pennsylvania. I see a storm spotter has reported a uh, little bit of freezing rain. So there's a little bit of mix here with this moisture. At least the moisture to the south here in South Carolina, they're still getting a little rain from that that system. So, let's take a look here. Let me switch this stuff. Let's see here. Oh, yeah, let's, let's look at that. I do want to mention there was uh, tropical, tropical Depression 21E has uh, max winds 20 knots, uh, gas 30 knots. So, uh, Tropical Storm, what is that? Tropical Storm. Tropical Depression 21E, okay. That's a, I had to mention that there. That was uh, that was something I wanted to mention too about the uh, tropical system. 
it's kind of late for this year for a tropical system, but uh, you never know. So, take a look here at the uh, the GFS. Let's just break down the temperatures here. Uh, so we switch back here. Let's take it to the tool. Let's see. Actually. Okay, GFS. The thing keeps flipping here. I keep switching. Let's take it down. Let's go way. Let's go to the 25th. Let's take a look and see what's going on the 25th. Looks like pretty mild temperatures for the south and the southeast on the 25th. Um, nothing really. <clears throat> nothing really cold, you know. A little bit of uh, the cold is back. Uh, I. I um, a trough is digging into the west uh, uh, on the 25th between uh, uh, states like uh, Montana, Idaho, Nevada. So let's go on to the next thing, which will be the 26th. And this system here starts to dig into the south, or just south of Texas over Albuquerque, New Mexico, and the colder air starts to filter in. Get a ridge in place in the southeast, the 26th, that's keeping the south. Places like Dallas, Texas, 68 degrees. Knoxville will be 53. Then you get down here to Tallahassee, 70. Tampa, 75. Miami, about 75. So, in the pretty warm air uh, for this time of year. And then, oops, let's replace it. Then, if we go on to the next day, which would be the 20, let's see, we'll do the 26th, go on to the 27th. Midday, 27th, 1 o'clock. 27th we see that low pressure starts to move east and you get uh, a little cooler temperatures for the south not much Miami still really warm 83 and back to the west you see some uh, colder air coming in into Minnesota and Iowa <coughs> out in the um, west out in the North Dakota and then really cold in Alaska wow below zero in Alaska and a lot of places in Alaska even Valdez is 12 degrees, Anchorage 8 degrees. That's some real Arctic air there. And we'll probably see this Arctic air pulled up up here, and then it's probably going to shoot its way to the, the to south into the United States. So I'd say that Arctic air bottled up in there will, uh, will come down. Let's look at the snowfall total. I don't know if it's going to be... No, it's not going to be too much snowfall around the Thanksgiving holiday, except if, unless you're in the west. Places like Colorado, uh, Colorado, Wyoming, Montana. It's going to, it looks like it's going to be kind of spotty too at that. So that's what the forecast model is uh, saying right now. That which that's just the 26th. So um, that's the GFS. Uh, here's the 28th. Actually, yeah, there is going to be a few places to see snow for Thanksgiving. Uh, let's see here. Looks like uh, Maine will see a little. Looks like they might see a little bit of snow all the way down to Vermont, New Hampshire, and up into New York. And then you got the plains here from Des Moines, Iowa, to uh, Kansas, to uh, Chicago, Illinois, to uh, Wisconsin. These areas you might have a little time traveling to, uh, for Thanksgiving holiday. Um, also, out here in the Rockies, a lot of places going to see a lot of snow. And, well, probably the higher elevations will see the biggest snows. Uh, there's Denver with a couple of inches, uh, but you go up away from Denver, I guess the higher up you go, 
course, you know, higher elevation you go, the more snow you're going to get. Some of these places is getting 12, 16 inches of snow. These even going to be snow for, uh, according to the model here, these even going to be snow for uh, Washington on uh, Thanksgiving. Some places could see 23 inches. Uh, this is, wow. This is crazy. And Alaska, oh my gosh. Alaska is really going to be covered with snow. Um, <laughs> this is, we'll keep an eye on this. That's all I got to say about that. That's just, that's just, that's crazy. That's snow. Well, but here we can see a little bit of snow for the, it looks like some places can see snow for Thanksgiving because this is the 28th. Now, take a mind, this is way out there. It's 234 hours or probably about two weeks out. So the DFS model changes frequently that far out. So just take, this is not exact. So don't bank on them being snow in these places I mentioned because that can evidently change. I mean, it can change every day up until time for it. So it gets a little closer. Like, you know, next week we'll look into it uh, about the 25th or somewhere in there, 24th, about four days out. Then we'll be a little bit more, you know, be a little bit more accurate then. But right now... I wouldn't bank on it. I mean, I just wanted to give you a heads up that this could be a possibility of snow at Thanksgiving. So you may, you know, just to give you a heads up. I know you, if you're traveling and you have travel plans, this is just something to look out for that could be a possibility. So um, might be something you could be running into on Thanksgiving. <clears throat> it depends on where you're going and all that good stuff too. So, um, And yeah, the uh, temperatures here are showing the colder temperatures coming in. So... That would be uh, good enough to support snow, especially Alaska. Wow, I'm surprised Alaska, 8 degrees below zero. That's some cold air, especially Alaska, though. And uh, in the east, in the south. But now, if you go to Florida, you have no worries. Uh, looks like it's going to be in the 70s in Florida. So, you know, it's going to be a warm Thanksgiving. And it looks like it's going to be in the 60s toward Raleigh for Thanksgiving, too. So, but this, this... Uh, Let's see how this low area of low pressure, this trough, how it digs into the Midwest and slides into the southeast on the Thanksgiving. We'll see what happens with that. Like I said, that's a long ways out, so this trough could change before then. Like I said, we will look at it the 24th of November and see where this trough is located, see how the models are handling it then, because this is uh, just a little too far out. <clears throat> but that's just a brief overview, and that's just kind of a outlook to give you um, to show you the possibility of you know uh, what you could be facing on Thanksgiving you know possibility that snow could be a possibility so uh, don't bank on it well I think um, I'm going to end it right there for this this show for this episode hope you like this episode um, share it and uh, I hope everybody likes it and we'll do more this is weather wake up in sports on November 18th 2019, we are here at 7.53 Eastern Standard Time this morning. It is 45 degrees where we're at, um, and it uh, was cloudy when I went out, so uh, it's, you know, it looks like it could rain today. Um, you might see some showers, you know. Uh, I know this is called wait, weather wake up in sports. I actually did it backwards. I mean, sports and then wake and then the weather, but 
the next episode I'll reverse it. I'll do weather first, then get, jump into sports. So I kind of did a little backwards this time, but that's all right. Uh, but thanks for listening, and uh, I hope you have a good day. And we will uh, we will see you on the next episode. Hopefully, you know. Uh, Thank you.